you've been looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental one that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no bs helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things the iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do no excuses Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, live from the Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. There we go. Now we are live. All right. So we awesome. are on what they call the World Wide Web. So they say. <laughs> so this is awesome, we, man. Yeah, it's awesome. So we'll get we'll 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 chit chat for a second before we start seeing people pop yeah. on. But uh, right on. Uh, so this house that you're in right now, right, is not your home. Yep. It's a friend's home. Nope. Yep. So this is yeah. this is my coworker, uh, and uh, he's been away uh, with his family in the states for a little while. Uh, they just they just uh, celebrated the birth of their second uh, kid. It's a it's a little boy. So, um, yeah, super pumped for them. Um, but yeah, early morning here, so I wanted to be out of the house so my family could sleep. So, borrowing uh, yeah. his kitchen counter. <laughs> so you are. So we have some people popping on. I'm not sure who's watching live, but right we on. got we got we yeah. got a good um, uh, a couple people on on already. But so let's talk about that. We are actually. <laughs> talking to you you're out in the jungle in papua new guinea right and we yeah, talked about doing this right. what uh, we talked about doing this a few weeks ago but you said that yeah. you're getting a new satellite where your internet would be even better right yeah right so we were just getting some parts we had to upgrade and uh yeah so this is the the first thing we've done live uh since up that upgrade and uh yeah it's uh pretty awesome that uh, I could be in the middle of the jungle, like rainforest jungle, middle of nowhere. Google Maps doesn't even really show anything beyond that one zoom point. And uh, yeah, we can uh, we, we can be talking about uh, karate and and uh, the Bible and, and all that. That's pretty insane. Yeah, I, I when we first decided to go ahead and do this is Brandon Cameron just saying hi to you. I see that he just gave us a comment that he's online. Um, when we first talked What's about up, doing Brandon? it, I was like, wow, can, uh, is it amazing what technology, technology is a double-edged sword, right? Cause you know me, I really liked Bloody. not having technology when I grew up, uh, you know, but then again, here in the pandemic and everything else like this, or you being able to even talk to your family from out in the middle of the jungle, can you imagine what that would have may have looked like, um, you know, just even, even 10 years ago? No, that's right. right. I mean, there's there's missionaries that have gone before us. There's church planters and, and and Bible translators that went before us. That I mean, they had to they had to send mail. They had to send you know <laughs> snail mail uh, to communicate what was going on. So thirty days later, your family's reading what happened a month ago, and uh, who knows what's happened since then. But uh, no, man, this is this has been a, a super privilege to be able to have this type of a technology at this time. 
I mean, my hands are way too soft to be one of those pioneer missionaries, you know. So, uh, you know, this is this is this has been a, a fantastic privilege for sure. Right. You you say that your hands are too soft, but as you come walking out of the jungle with your bananas and uh, probably wrestling alligators, and snakes. So, uh, yeah, there's just it's just a different living for sure. So, uh, I'll introduce I'll introduce you now. So we got a lot more people yeah. online here listening. So very cool. This is Justin Reese. He's my number. I think you said number 38 black belt, correct? 38. You are in my top 100 and which means I was your main instructor. Probably you probably had me yep. from all classes. And I think, you know, yep. I, it, people may not know, but, um, I started, you know, uh, at Rocky peak with my brother and Ken Knight as a ministry to do martial arts as a ministry. And I know that your family was going to, well, actually it was called faith mountain at the time. And then it changed to yeah, Rocky. Peak, right. And believe yeah, it or not, I remember those uh, faith mountain patches. Man. I still have one, dude. It's on. It's on our patch dude, wall. Those are so, those are so right? sweet. Yeah, and you know that was that was something. Uh, Ken Knight, rest his soul. He's the one that designed that. And so, oh, awesome. um, you, this is where you guys started with in your karate. And then, you know, after a few years of being up there, I, I made a decision uh, with Mr. Knight that uh, you know the program was growing so big that we had to decide uh, to move it. And it started my, my dream and your family happened to follow me when I, when I opened. So, um, this is, yeah, in that, and, uh, go ahead. Yeah. That, and that man, I mean, I was four, I was four years old when I met you. I'm 36 now. And, uh, I mean, you were, you, you mentioned Ken Knight. I mean, if you weren't the scariest dude that I met at four years old, <laughs> he definitely was. I mean, he, he would do that knuckle punch to that board. That's that right. Board the, break that he would do, and uh, I mean, that guy was like, you, you know, he just stood in awe and wonder in, in front of my little four year old eyes, you know. But man, yeah, uh, you know, nineteen eighty nine started with uh, started with my six other siblings. They're, they're, I'm, I'm one of seven. I'm number five, and um, yeah, man, I it, it was the start of a love of martial arts when I was four years old and being able to. Uh, be on those mats that we had to hook up every week. We had to connect them because they Velcroed together, and then we would yeah. pack them up and put them That's in those right. cases. And oh man, I those those days were so formative for sure. Yep. Yeah, I remember, and um, you know, it was a blessing to be up there. You know, I I should do another podcast about how I actually started there with my brother um, um, at another time, but. Uh, you know, this is where you guys did. We moved down to Lassen and DeSoto and, uh, you yep. guys were all homeschooled. So, uh, you were at the studio. I mean, we were the I studio rats for sure all yeah. the time. And, uh, you know, that was really, that was really, uh, incredible. Um, man, I remember, you know, you, you had opened the doors of that studio and it became uh, a little bit of a, a haven, a little bit of a safe space, uh, safe place for, uh, for me, for sure, as a kid, and man, I had a, I, I was in martial arts for a good reason, man. I had a, I had a little attitude. I was kind of a little punk kid, and um, yeah, it was, it was something that 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 impacted me then. Um, training in martial arts, eventually getting my black belt, but it impacted me then. And th these things have had ramifications and huge impacts on my life, uh, even going forward into the 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 career that I'm, that I'm in right now for sure. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I definitely needed the martial arts at that age, you know? 
Well, I remember, I remember you and uh, Justice Coleman was, uh, yeah. were, were, uh, two peas in a pod and, um, yeah, having a little attitude. That's a, I guess that's a nice way of saying it. Uh, oh man, <laughs> you, you, you actually, you, I got, I got in so much trouble that you made me wait six months to test, uh, for my black belt. My sister was testing for her black belt. My buddy, uh, master Brandon Kemmer, uh, he was, or is he a master yet? Maybe he's not a master. Yeah, maybe yeah I just, no, he is. Maybe I just, yeah, okay, he is. Okay, so, uh, he was testing for his black belt. We were all three right there at the same time and, and, uh, got in some trouble and he made me wait six months. And, and the day I, the day after I got my black belt, six months after those guys, um, you took my black belt away um for for a month i i tried to make somebody do push-ups on the mat uh because because i was a black belt and then i heard you yell at me from your office get in here and you're like were you just telling that guy to do push-ups because you were a black belt and then you yanked my black belt for a month so uh yeah it didn't even change after i got my black belt uh that quickly i, I was still i was a slow learner how about that <laughs> well i remember those days and i think you're given some uh you you get you you get to uh, talk about that, um, but Brandon is Brandon. As a matter of fact, he's testing again for a six. You can tell because he's got all these little stripes on his belts. It's not it's yeah, not what I do, I heard, but I that's what he does. That. I heard you know what I mean. That. that way you can tell what rank tape? he is when you see him. Yeah, they, no, yeah. he has them actually embroidered in. Embroidered okay? on, yeah, yeah. So, um, what what Brandon say is that why you didn't get your black belt with me? Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, people, yep. you, you had the very hardcore, uh, Mark Cox. I can tell you that for a fact, you know, I didn't have, uh, you, you watched Michael when he was born. This is how long you've been around me. Right. I think you were yep. around when Michael yep. was actually born. So you had me uh -huh. in my prime mm -hmm. competing hard, no children, no right. real dad right. experience. So you had right. me at the hardest at hard and, 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 you, you know, not really, Back then, parenting was even different. I mean, the parents had no problem with me uh, failing students or taking belts or anything of that sort. Matter of fact, they were hoping that that kind of stuff would happen. So it's just such a different uh, dichotomy now than what it was back then. And um, and I know that you you were right in the middle of it. And it doesn't make, you know, you can ask Bo DeRocher, right? I made him wait, too, for six months in yeah. his red belt. Because and I was raising him in my house yep. and his grades or something like that wasn't up to par. And, you know, I just I just made him wait, you know, yep. and uh, probably same with you. But, you know, here's the thing too about young young men like you. And this is why I've always kind of gravitated towards, you know, maybe what you call the rebel, the troublemaker. What, however you want to say it to me, that's all leadership. That's just what that is to me. And so I, I, I've always kind of gravitated towards them because I was the same way. I was the rebel. I was the one that stepped out in my own family. So uh, I always kind of gravitate to there because there's a huge leadership skill. And then look where you are today. You've always had a kind of an entrepreneur spirit. And, uh, and then, you know, off to these, these ministries that you're doing out in and if people don't know, you're out in the middle. Like when you say you're out in the middle of the jungle, you have to take an airplane on a landing strip, you told me. Then you have to take this little boat with all your supplies for a six-hour drive on this little outboard motor up a river. Is that correct? 
Yeah, yeah. So we we uh, yeah we're in the middle of the East Sepik region. It's a uh, it's it's a uh, so so the island of New Guinea is 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 the second largest island, uh, or you know might maybe to Greenland. It's the second largest island in the world, and uh, there's over 800 languages on this island, and uh, you know I'm working in one of them. I work in one language, and we are in the middle of the swamp rainforest where yes you, you jump on a you jump on a little airplane you land in a little airstrip that's in the middle of nowhere to get onto a boat to get your groceries into the middle of nowhere which is where my house is yeah so so yeah we are stinking smack dab in the middle of the jungle so uh, so i've all i i find but, it fascinated uh about how how that how that came about so let's let's We'll dabble into that in a second on, on just how you guys live, but let's talk yeah. about where you decided, because after a while, you see, you, you're, you know, we talk about it, your martial arts, how it's kind of carried through. I believe you were doing yeah. some other stuff. How did it come about that you decided, hey, I'm going to be a missionary and in the middle of the jungle, and I'm going to take my wife and I'm, my family, and we're yeah. just all going to go live in the middle of the jungle, and we're going to give up this life of America that what? how spoiled we really are. Yeah. Well, let me, let me go back. I want to go back to old school, Mr. Cox. I want to go back to, um, <laughs> cause I think this is where some of this stuff started. Um, you, you were tough. You were, you were, um, you were hard on us. And for me, it was what I needed. It was like, that was the, that was the attitude I needed. That was the, you know, that was the, pretty much the discipleship that I needed at that point, you know, and, um, there were some things that you did. Um, for instance, you would take, you would take every Christmas, you would take a group of us kids to the Shriners hospital. It was a burn hospital for children. Mm -hmm. And we would go and do karate demonstrations. We would break boards. We would turn on some music and do forms and we would do choreographed, uh, fight scenes and one steps. And, um, man, that, that was, those were so formative because, um, for, for especially for me and my family, because we were learning to serve people, um, and we were doing it kind of under your tutelage, right? I mean, you were uh -huh. facilitating the you were facilitating the opportunity to do that, and then afterwards, we would go in and we would pass out presents and candy cane, and we'd sign broken boards, and and for these kids who are who are who are going through pain, man. I mean, these are these are burn victims recovering from um, major trauma. And, uh, man, th those, those were the beginnings of some of these, uh, uh, of some of what was happening in my life. Cause, um, by the time I got my black belt with you, my second degree black belt in 2002, I was getting ready to graduate high school. And, um, man, there was, uh, there was a yearning, uh, kind of in my soul, uh, you know, kind of this calling, um, to, to be serving people. Um, I had grown up in the church. I had grown up at the church at Rocky Peak, and um, for years and years and years, I had heard this this message that that man Jesus loved the whole world so much uh, that he gave his life uh, for uh, those who would believe in him. And uh, man, as I started to learn how big the world was, sure, I mean this 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 chat that we're doing right now has just shrunk it down. I'm literally eight thousand miles away from you on the opposite side of the world. So it's small in that regard, but it's a massive, massive place. And the more and more I started learning, the more and more I started being convicted that, 
yeah, you know, even in high school, um, that man, I wanted to go to a place that had never heard about Jesus's love. Um, I wanted to go learn a language that had never been learned by uh, any outsider. And I wanted to translate that message and translate eventually the New Testament uh, and portions of the Old Testament, um, the Bible, into that language and then, and then continue discipling. So really that started in, in, in my senior year, and I met my wife in high school. Um, I, I met her in 10th grade, and uh, eventually we started dating after high school uh, for about a year. And we were married by 20 years old and uh, began training to become uh, church planters and, and Bible translators. And uh, in 2011, uh, we actually set foot in New Guinea. Um, yeah, so that was wow. that was kind of the, the start of it, yep. 2011 is when you set foot. You know, I remember you coming to talk to me about this. And, yeah. uh, you know, you have this entrepreneur spirit. You probably could have decided to have a living where you're super comfortable and uh, quite make a living. But uh, I guess God had different plans. And uh, obviously we got to talk about your wife because it takes a special kind of woman to say, okay, I'm going to go in the jungle with you and we're going to raise our kids there. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My wife, uh, my wife, Lauren, uh, Lauren, uh, she had, she had just graduated uh, Paul Mitchell, uh, the hair school in Orange County. Um, when I actually pitched the idea to her that uh, I think she needed to be a missionary. I had heard all throughout high school that uh, she, you know, from her mouth that she had this love for the Lord. Um, she was very, you know, faithful to the Lord through high school. She just had a very strong uh, spirit. And, uh, you know, it was it was really incredible to watch. And, and she goes to hair school and, you know, she graduates and, and, uh, she gets this this job out in Calabasas, California, and um, the first thing she's told is like, "Hey, don't don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics." And here in her heart, you know, she's like, "All I want to do is talk about what God's done in my life." And um, you know, she told me that, and I challenged her. I said, "Hey, I think you need to I think you need to be a missionary." Um, and uh, she knew what I was saying. She knew I was saying, you know, you need to go somewhere where you're going to be able to tell people about the love of Christ. I kind of snuck in there that I should go with her, that, that I should be a missionary <laughs> with her. And, and she, she bit on that hook for sure. But uh, no, dude, she's incredible. She's super special. Like if anybody knew us uh, in our past life, they knew we were way more comfortable way more comfortable in a city. We were way more comfortable at a shopping mall. We way more uh, comfortable, you know, getting manicures and pedicures on our dates together and going shopping together. That That's, we didn't like the outdoors. We don't like the outdoors uh, to this day. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, what we've seen the Lord do even here in pay since 2011, I, we would do it all over again. I, you know, I was just telling you where my, my friend's house, uh, my coworker's house here. And, uh, you know, when you're absent from your house, the jungle just takes it back over. So there's centipedes and there's scorpions and there's rats and there's snakes, you know, um, and evidence of them all over the place. And I heard my wife talking to her mother last week and she was telling her about the rat infestation at our house. And I was just shaking my head like, Man, she is such a stud. She is such a stud. She's just taking this. And of course, my mother-in-law is probably mortified, right? But I mean, hey, like 
you take the good with the bad out here. And uh, I'll tell you what, what the what God is doing here is far more good than 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 the tough stuff that we see. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that is important that we we hear that from you, because I I know talking to you uh, like we do that um, you sacrifice a lot. And uh, we live a very spoiled life here in America uh, when you start listening to what you're what you're doing out there. Uh, th- there's a couple of people that might you might want to say hi to. Yeah. There's a yeah, yeah. Mrs. Uh, Jonesy's watching. All right. Evan, and good to see. Good. To, glad to see that you're on. Uh, That's there's my co-worker's a, wife. That's actually her uh, house I'm living in right now. So she's probably. Uh, and uh, this is Calvin Cook. He said he's watching right, and listening. Calvin, awesome, Mr. Brandon Calvin Kimmer, from, uh, uh, very good friend from Texas. Yep. Yeah, Brandon said, "Massive respect for you." He kind of remembers uh, back Brandon, in those days on, of the man. of the um, yeah, you know, the Shriner hospitals and stuff like that. You know, yep. you know, I've always had kind of a a heart for those that are, uh, you know, not like you, you know, not like others or disabled or hurt or anything i've always had a heart for that i don't like seeing them not having i think one of my when you said that it kind of just brought back some memories of some other stuff and and i don't know i don't know if i ever told you this one memory of that after you reminded me of that that i went to a children's hospital one time and i dressed as santa claus that particular night and it was christmas eve this is a few years back and uh and the mom came to me and says, can you hold my baby uh, and let me get a picture because we don't think it's going to make it. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And so I remember holding that baby that night dressing a Santa thing and they got that picture with and I remember holding it and I remember praying for that baby. Lord, uh, let me leave here and just, you know, do do your things, man. OK, Uh and yeah. now I never knew, I don't know if the baby made it or not, but I, that has, that was, it just brought up a memory thinking about that. And remember those poor kids in, in the burn center when they have those kind of balloons in their face so their mm-hmm. skin can heal, skin. man, it was brutal, man. Yeah. It was brutal. So yeah. Thanks for bringing up that memory. Your mom's on. Yeah. She yeah. goes, Hey, hey guys, Johnny and other siblings are watching. Love you both. Awesome. So yeah. your mom's on Likewise, watching. Mom. Love you. So yeah, that, that, that lady's a stud too. She put up with a, a bunch of my uh, my uh, rebelliousness. Yeah. Um, well, no, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I was gonna say like you know that that these memories that that you put us in positions as young kids to be able to um, love people and serve people. Um, you put us in positions to be able to um, yeah. You know, getting our black belt. It wasn't this. It wasn't a right. It wasn't a, It wasn't something that we were deserving of. It was this privilege um, that we, uh, you know, that we earned, you know, and um, it was it was definitely a different time. I I, I, I taught martial arts after I, I taught at your school for a little while. I taught I went and did some Taekwondo and taught at a Taekwondo school. And um, I, definitely there was a different vibe about all those things. But when it came down to it, though. Uh, you know, it was a it was an awesome opportunity for me to um, be able to take so much of what you taught me as a little kid and what you taught me as a young teen, um, and be able to implement that in, into my teaching. It made me a better teacher. Um, it, you know, you talk about the entrepreneurship. I mean, I got that from you one hundred percent. Hey, if we can do it, we're gonna do it. You know, and uh, man, like 
Um, and that, just that attitude, just that mentality, how that plays out here in the jungle where I don't got a hardware store. I don't got a grocery store. I don't got anything near me, you know, so if something breaks, if something goes down, I'm not, I'm not a carpenter, but guess, guess who has to fix houses if they break (laughs) me? I'm not an electrician, but when our solar panel, you know, when our solar system goes down, who's got to fix it? You know, I'm not a plumber, any of these things. So, um, you know, in a lot of ways, these lessons that you, you know, that you exposed me to as a kid, uh, man, they're, they're following through and super appreciative of that. And, um, yeah, and 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 love for people is 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 not is not on the bottom of that list either, you know. So, um, yeah, I appreciate that. You give me a lot of acclimates, dude. But you're you're uh, you're out there doing it, you know, showing people what's up, and uh, you know, a lot of people talk about it. You're out there, you're out there making things happen, and uh, you know, doing doing God's work, being the warrior that you are. Uh, it's also it's always awesome that I tell her, you know, and in, in the martial arts and how awesome it is, it's it's the punching and kicking is so little about what it really is. Okay. And the life lessons, um, about what, you know, what, what I take out of here or what I've taken from fighting or what I've taken where I've made mistakes. You know, I've made some serious mistakes, uh, and, and, and what things to say. I, I, I'm reflecting back at you saying that your wife was told not to talk about God and politics. Now politics, I get, uh, right. I, the politic thing I get, right. Because that's it's such, but when somebody tells me, you know, not to, you know, not to talk about, uh, God or, or where, uh, yeah, we're going to have a problem with that. You know what I mean? That's, that's not going to happen. And, uh, uh, you remember I used to have the, the 10 commandments in the Bible. I have that thing. I'd have Proverbs up there and I would speak about that. And, uh, even recently here, I don't know, three, four years ago, I have, you know, when you come into my school, you know, I've got, you, you know how I am. I'm a pretty patriotic dude. And I've got this, you know, yeah. this, you know, Lord bless this, you know, this place. And, uh, and I had somebody say, you know, you need to separate right, church yeah. and state or something. I'm like, man, I ain't the government, bro. <laughs> this is not, <laughs> this is not, uh, this is more of a dictatorship. You don't like it, man. You don't let the door hit you where the Lord split you, bro. You got to go. Man. And, um, <laughs> and I remember that, uh, uh, <laughs> and it's just, I, I don't know. It was great. I think your sister's on here. Uh, she's right. Second well, that you told us a family reunion right here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they all yeah, get to and, see you. you know, so. Hey dude. And, and you know, like to even, even to that, you know, uh, I be, be knowing that, that our karate instructor, knowing that the guy that, you know, like, like the, the guy that was our number two, that was our coach, the one that was going to be in there that was encouraging us, knowing that you were a believer, knowing that your family, um, you know, we're believers knowing that, you know, what you, where you came from and, and, you know, man, that, that was was totally invaluable. Um, we were operating from the same starting point. It wasn't like, you know, a coach who isn't a believer that's not operating from the same starting point. Maybe he wants you to be better for, um, you know, the, for, for the accolades that you could get, maybe he wants you better for the world championship that you, you know, the USKL championship that you could win. Um, you were wanting us to be better for a different reason. You were wanting us to be better so that we could affect change in our futures. You were wanting us to be better so that we could affect change in the lives of others and those around us. And, um, that's a completely different, that, that's a completely different, um, you know, starting point and a completely different aspect. And it was something that, that, again, it is something that's, that's, that's changed my life forever. Um, 
probably out of all my siblings, you know, I ended up staying, staying with you probably the longest. And yeah, um, yeah, you did. We have a special bond for sure. Yeah. And, and it didn't matter when it didn't matter what year I came back. It didn't matter, um, you know, what phase of the missionary training I was in and I could holler at you and be like, yo, can I come roll on the mat? Can I come get in some classes? Man, I, you know, the, 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 I, I gotta mention him. I gotta mention Master Carlin. Um, this is a guy, oh, yeah. that, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and this is a guy that I looked up to so much my whole life. Um, yeah, there were tons of them. There were, there were tons of guys that came through and got black belts and they were studs too. Um, but Master Carlin, you know, without a doubt, um, that guy has, has had an influence on what, probably tens of thousands of kids, um, you know, over the years. And, um, you know, every time I come back, that guy is shockingly even better uh, than the last time, uh, you know, I was in there rolling around and, and he just makes me feel like, you know, you know, six, seven, eight year old <laughs> kid all over again. So, um, well, you know, he's a little different now. Him, he's yeah. a little softy now because he's got himself a little girl. That's so, so, <laughs> that's so bizarre. You guys changing with all your kids. What I, you know, I told myself, I'm like, man, I'm getting soft. What is up with me? Right. And, uh, because, you know, it's, you know, me, you know, you guys know me. you've been around me a long time, but I'm always like, I mean, when I'm teaching these kids and these kids don't even know how to <laughs> wrestle with each other, I'm like, hey, don't you guys jack each other up at home with your brothers or, you know, and you can't touch each other. And when I got to teach you how to grab, to teach you how to defend, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, you know that I'm losing my mind. Right. And I'm, 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 uh. And, you know, you know, I've always been partial to the girls anyway. You know, they start their tears rolling. You know, you guys, I'd be like, man, you Siobhan, guys just shut man. your mouth. Yeah, well, Siobhan always had my heart. Bosh, but, man. Yeah, Bosh had yeah. my heart from the day one, but that's just the way she yeah. always was. You know what I mean? I was yeah. really close to her. And uh, it's funny to see me come back with, uh, as she's a grown woman now with her uh, mom of all her the kids family. and, and yeah. uh, get to spend time with her when I was in San Diego. It was awesome. So, you know, your whole family had a huge impact on me. You guys went through a very dark stage of my life. Um, uh, you know, when I, and believe it or not, your mom was super instrumental in those dark times. Just so you know, I, I I don't know if I ever got to tell your mom that one time, but you know, maybe I should have a a more one-on-one talk with her about that. But as I'm listening to what, it even, uh, you know, facilitates how important these martial arts schools are, not just martial arts schools, but these uh, instructors that can 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 take this and go out to the real world with it and change lives. And then to watch somebody like yourself, you know, number 38, getting out there and getting after it, you know, let's let's tell and now listen. So we yes, and I'm a believer in all that, but you know I kind of I kind of tread that 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 line. You know my brother's the one that kind of walks on water. I more tread it, um, but right. uh, you but so which is great, right? Because you can see a, you know even if he if the Lord loves a guy like me, uh, you, you know h- how awesome is that? You know because he is definitely right. after the the broken and right. uh, and the not heads, which you know right, which I, I was one, but. Um, so you're getting ready. Remember, we're, we're getting ready to launch this, right? So let's yeah. tell everybody what we do to raise money. So in, in 2011, <laughs> in 2011, my wife and I, are we've graduated Bible college. We've graduated missionary training school, learning how to learn language, learning how to teach uh, literacy. And we're, we're, we're raising support. We're raising funds to build a house in the middle of a jungle, which fortunately they're still standing. And the idea comes across 
you know, <laughs> that we need to get a missionary and a pastor in a cage fighting. And it just so happens that you uh, had Justice Coleman, Justice Casey Coleman, who uh, who was launching a church there in Chatsworth at the same time. So we did pastor versus pastor in a cage, full contact fight. And dude, it was spectacular. It was it was awesome. This place was packed out. It you know, my son fought that night. We had a bunch of Johnson fights, right? Martinez, and then is right, yeah. right, yeah. And then Joseph you guys, Moore showed uh, up. the Prague, Prager, uh, Master Prager showed up. <laughs> Bondarenko showed up. That was incredible. Michael's there, and I mean, this place was packed out to raise money. And you know, we had. I think it was uh, team. Uh, what was it? Is it free team freedom and team freedom. Papua New Guinea freedom? Tribe or die. <laughs> tribe or die, right? Right. That's, That's right. right. And so we had tribe or die That's or it. freedom. And, uh, you know, we know who won. We know go, who won. Go, I, we, we, don't even, we don't even need to, we don't even need to say what happened. <laughs> but uh, I hope Justice watches this on a, on a replay and see him show up live. This may have been why, but um, – <laughs> But no, man. Hey, listen. <laughs> Freedom Church has been so good to us. They they loved us. I got to tell you that night, um, we raised about ten thousand dollars to help uh, buy air airfare and uh, building materials for us out out here in the jungle. Believe it or not, it's really expensive to get building materials to the middle of nowhere. Who'd who'd have thunk? <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it, we ended up raising some great money that night for us. We raised some good money that night for uh, Freedom Church, and and um, yeah, all said and done, I, I think I choked him out in in the first round, but uh, yeah, you know, you I I don't I don't I don't hey. really remember. It was well, we all remember, and we're gonna make sure I that know, Mr. Coleman. We we know that we we always remind Mr. Coleman who won that fight because right. after his backflip in the beginning, yeah, and then he get choked yeah. out. I don't know. Yeah, it's called Ended humble. With the rear naked. It's a, yeah. <laughs> You know he hates it. You know he's hating it if he's listening right now. You know you hate it, it bro. I love it. And uh, I love it. But what an awesome thing, right? That we all get to come together. Remember, we were we were yeah. selling front row seats. I mean, it was an actual sure. fight. We had we had uh, uh, cameras on. We had TVs in the other yeah. room, and this place yeah. was rocking and rolling. And we were fighting for the Lord and uh, warriors in sure. the cage. And, you know, man. There's a whole group of guys that made that night as well. I mean, it was Alex Bondarenko. He got in there and fought. Joseph Moore showed up. Prager Prager fought Joe Moore on on what eight and a half minutes notice right. and uh, mm-hmm. you know it was uh and you know like man it, it was just so cool mr martinez your son Master, mr cox and um man it was just so fun to to be able to see those guys super appreciative of them and and yeah it was super fun so yeah and, and man was- i'll tell you what since then since then you know my we've continued to work we we, we moved here in 2011 we moved to this location this language group in 2012 and we've continued to work uh with that same with that same fight with that same vigor with that same drive um you know here in in the jungle too so um (laughs) yeah just to 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 see this work continue on you know so uh, tony gray just got kicked up (laughs) tony gray's on right now you remember tony Tony. gray man he says that's the justin that's the justin i know yeah there you go (laughs) It's funny man, every time I, I do, every time I do these man and all the 
all my old uh, black belts that pop up online in the stories and I am so stoked that I got to be part of your guys's lives. You don't even know. Cause you know, when you're in the middle of things, when you, you know, just like Mm -hmm. you are, dude, I, you know who the the impact that you're having right now, you don't even know the impact you're having, to be honest with you. You don't. And then when you hear a little bit of, of, cause you know, most of the time we, you know, everybody's always good on, you can do good for your entire life. You do one thing bad and that's what you're remembered for. You know what I mean? And this cancel culture that we have today is even worse than it makes everything worse. It makes it you can't make a mistake without it being hung over your head forever in a day. And you can't grow sure. from anything. And it's just disgusting as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? Because if I couldn't learn from my mistakes, man, I don't know what that I don't know what it would have looked like. And then just to, just to see all you guys, Brandon, all you guys, man, it's just awesome to yeah. to watch what kind of men, uh, which makes it even more important. I know, you know, this may how important it is to have strong men mentor these young guys man okay and as important as moms are man we need to have some strong men that are willing to stand up for what's right and so it's it's good to see you're carrying that on now as your own as you're a father um yourself so um so let's let's yeah yeah go for it go ahead sir you go ahead yeah no i i'm i'm totally with you on that and and you know i for, for for me looking back I mean, even seeing Tony Gray pop up, you know, uh, Tony was right ahead of me on, on testing day. You know, I tested with him and got my black belt with him. And uh, I mean, he was one of those guys that, you know, that uh, I aspired to be like. And, 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 and it's just it's those guys that are just a little bit ahead of you that are willing to bring you along, that are willing to um, put a little bit of, of effort and care um, you know, and, and, uh, that, that really that discipleship process to, 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 and, and we definitely need dudes discipling dudes. Um, that's not even a question, uh, that, 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 um, we need to see that in the church. We need to see that, uh, you know, in the local, uh, community stuff in local sports and local martial arts centers. And, and, and Mr. Cox, I'm sure you wanted to see every one of your black belts stick with this and, and, and stay with you and, 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 and be under you, but you got to know that, the time and energy and effort that you poured into us, whether we stayed with you or not, dude, I'm doing something that no one in the world has ever done. Learn <laughs> the Tefiahe language, right? That's so, awesome, right? Like, like, right, like nobody has ever come to Pay, pay Village and learned the Tefiahe language, um, it, with the exception of my coworkers. But I mean, you you were instrumental in, in instilling the the self discipline that it would be required to learn an unwritten, undocumented language and. And uh, I mean, we'll go. We'll probably go into more of what is exactly going on here. But yeah, go 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 with what you were going to say. Yeah. So. Well, I listen. I know you like to give me a lot of acclimates, dude. I'm I'm glad I gave you the foundations that you have. I do have a no quit attitude, and if something, yeah. you know how I am. If something's in our way, we're either going to mow it down, uh, or, or or we're going to learn how to we're going to learn how to tackle that that whatever that totally. beast is. And uh, totally. you know. And, Everybody wants to be a beast until they have to do beast things, right? And I'm not yeah. – and and for me to be able to even think about going out doing what you're doing, I'm like, man, he's given up everything. You've, you've moved away from your family. You've moved away from America and, and what you're doing. So I think that when you – when, when you decided to, to, to do this, when you came to me and you were talking to me about it, because I know you were really bummed about uh, – there's things that you were bummed that you're going to have to leave, right? And I remember yeah. us having this talk. I'm like, man, bro, it is what it is, man. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? I, yeah. You know, 
and you got to fight the good fight when when it comes time. So let's so we talk about we've learned these lessons in martial arts, uh, you know, courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control and domino spirit. I've ran that into your guys's head. Born to win. Move forward. What's a warrior have to have purpose? What's a warrior's purpose to build a more peaceful world? Where do you start that in your heart? How do you start it with focus? I mean, I drilled this stuff into you guys. Right. Sure, and sure. Um, and it's not just drilling into you. It's, this is what I drill into me. And and hopefully it just mm-hmm. it, it, it continues to carry on because there's always this little voice right in, in, you know, in the back of your head saying, you know, you know, you, you, you can do this, you can move forward or, uh, or you can't, we got two kinds of voices. I say it all the time. I got to keep it uh, G rated here, but you know, we got a beast voice and we got a little B voice. Right. And, uh, you know, you're either going to listen to the B voice or the, or the beast voice and continue your rocking through. So you've, you've taken these lessons, these mental lessons. Let's talk about the self-defense portion. So I know you're out in the jungle, and we're talking about yeah, you're living by the Nile and you and 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 everything else that you're you're talking about. But you've had people want to lop your head off or beaten women or trying to kill them, and that you've had to defend. Yes or no? Uh, without being disparaging, yeah, there've been some tense situations in here, and uh, you know the women do not have the same rights here uh, as men do. And, uh, you know, if a husband decides that uh, he wants to, you know, uh, you know, accelerate the situation, um, you know, there have definitely been times that I've that I've been involved. Um, You know, Papua New Guinea is 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 an incredible country. It's super uh, loving and fun. But you got to realize that there uh, are many places like where we are uh, in these tribes that are uh, that that we live in, um, that a, a worldview of pure animism um, and animism being the idea that they attribute, uh, you know, spiritual uh, life and spiritual meaning to inanimate objects and, and, and their whole world is described by uh, the manipulation of spirits and, 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 and how those spirits can affect their health and their wellness and their well-being. And um, it's a really fear, uh, fear uh, driven culture. And so uh, if something happens, uh, you know, oftentimes women are blamed for it. Women who don't have husbands or women's women who don't have brothers, they're often blamed for it. And, uh, they definitely get singled out and, and the violence that can happen against them, um, is not, you know, uh, unreported even in, 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 in the news today. So, um, no, I've definitely had to step in, uh, to sit certain situations. And, and had I not had a background in martial arts, had I not had a training to, um, learn how to control that adrenaline rush, learn how to, uh, to defend against machetes or spears or axes. Like, you know, uh, you know, they, they, it could have ended a little differently if I didn't keep a cool head. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely been some tense situations in here. Um, yeah, I I think I'll leave it at that. You know, um, (laughs) it's, it's not, you know, it's not dissimilar to, to what goes on when, you know, uh, folks are overseas and, and, and they see, um, cultural differences. Um, it, it, it's not dissimilar to like what goes on inside you trying to, uh, you, you know, right those wrongs. But in, in a lot of ways, you know, I've had to do it very thoughtfully, very culturally sensitive. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, um, it's gotten dicey at times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I've heard these stories, so um, 
and and what it is and that's the thing about martial arts when it you everybody asks me this question quite often why do you spend so much time i spend so much time because in that one moment that i need it that one second that one five seconds that i need it is going to be worth the thousands upon hours that i trained on this one thing right, right. and so uh you know yeah, you're and, not it's, lying. And, and 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 it's got you know when you need to access that it's got to come back from you know memory and and the only way that you build that muscle memory the way, way that you build that for your body to react is is to practice it and um man the, you you used to say hey, practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice makes perfect and uh, sometimes you're going to be able to perfectly practice sometimes you won't but you got to take a shot at it you know and yeah. uh yeah um, yeah yeah, I'm, yeah, it's it's good. Well, I you know I wanted to, I wanted people to uh, you know get a real gift of what uh, you know what it what it is that you are actually out there doing. So the picture I chose, you know, you're kind of walking out of the the jungle and it looks like you have some bananas or something uh, yeah. that you're carrying, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, I know no. now now you said you've kind of gone more to a, a vegetarian a vegetarian type diet, but um, I guess even, even so, I guess you were using, uh, keto to lose some weight, even out in the jungle. Right. And, uh, yeah, so we came home, we came home. So in the past 10 years, we've been home for a, a combination, a combined 18 months. Um, so we, we've only been in America for 18 months, but every time I go back to America, I buy right back into the American diet. <laughs> and uh, the last time I was home, I was almost 200 pounds. And uh, you had told me you were doing keto. I had been following you and in, in your journey, which is unbelievable and inspiring, by the way. And uh, folks that are looking to, yeah, be encouraged in, in, in fitness and, and health and weight loss, man, I would encourage them to jump on and follow you. But uh, so uh, my wife, you know, my wife is very much a stickler for the rules. She's not quite the rebel. And, uh, she, uh, got an app and, you know, put me on a keto diet following my macros. You know, I did the full three day fast to get my body jump started. And, um, within six weeks I was down 55 pounds. Um, and right now I'm sitting around one, uh, 148, 150. And, uh, but since then we've actually changed our, our diet regimen and, and our nutritional regimen to, we've been doing, um, vegetarian plant-based only. And, um, but man, I, we, we, my whole family feels good. My, my babies are eating veggies and fruits, uh, for the first time really in, you know, um, their whole lives really. So we've been, we've been on this journey for about a year and a half and we all feel great and, uh, yeah, doing really well with it. And, uh, yeah, super encouraged by, uh, the way that she, my wife is again, just spectacular in the way that she's able to you know, she plans for, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks at a time um, for supply runs. Like how, how many dried beans do we need this month? And, you know, how, how you know, how many boxes of uh, powdered milk are we going to get? And, uh, you know, uh, almond milk, I should say, because we're not doing real milk anymore. But uh, anyway, she's just a stud and, and, and she, um, yeah, she's, she's planning these things. She's got, she's got you know, uh, monthly meal schedules, weekly meal schedules, daily meal schedules. She's got everything charted out and, uh, yeah, she's pretty incredible. So, um, yeah, that's well, been going really So well. what is it like for the, the, you know, the tribes and stuff like that? What's their diets like? Uh, you, you changed that. What, 
what is it what is it they do i mean are we eating off the land what 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 what's their yeah, source so of- we we live in an agrarian hunter gatherer cultural so uh, 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 hunter gatherer culture and uh, so they are living off the land i mean we have a river right by us so they're fishing in that every single day we have huge crocodiles so they get a crocodile maybe once a month we've got a lot of wild boar uh, in our swamps here so they get wild pig um, maybe maybe once a month as well um, we don't yeah so uh, but they they definitely eat a lot of um, you know planted fruit uh, or, or pla- planted uh, food and um, lots of greens there's a there's a there's a starch out here called a sago palm and they process this this food and and that is their primary staple in their diet um, and calorically it is packed with calories so um, you know they they basically live in a level of ketosis to a degree because their fat is so um, is so low in their diet. Um, so these guys are just shredded. They look like they're cut out of stone. Um, and so, but they're they're constantly packing in these you know these carbs and these calories from that, that end up turning into the, you know these these sugars, right? So, um, so but when they get these pigs, when they get these crocodiles, when they get this this source of fat and meat. Um, yeah, man, they, you know, it's, it's just kind of like a feast or famine type deal. Uh, they'll go out to their gardens, they'll gorge themselves and they'll come back to, to the village and kind of starve for a week or two, you know, and, uh, they, that's just kind of the cycle that they go back and forth doing. Um, but, uh, so, so yeah, intermittent I fasting mean, if is something go, uh, they do. Intermittent fasting oh, is something I mean, they automatically do. <laughs> they, they, they have no yeah, choice. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, <laughs> maybe you're eating twice a day. They might eat twice a day. They might eat something in the morning. A little, uh, again, that sago starch. It might give them, you know, one of their little pancakes they make. And, um, you know, my family when we came in here, uh, we wanted to live as similar to the people as we could while still accomplishing our task, which our task was to learn language teach them how to read and write their language, um, translate portions of the Old Testament and the entire New Testament, and teach them um, systematically from the start of the, the story of the Bible to the end. And, um, and when we came in there, came in here, we had to just decide that we were going to do it as best we could um, and as similar as we could, but we still had to stay here for the long term. So we fly in an airplane once every, um, again, eight weeks, uh, nine weeks, something like that with supplies and everything else we try to supplement. And as we, you know, in order to do that, if they're bringing us pumpkin or if they're bringing us bananas or if they're bringing us greens, uh, we're trying to help them with uh, practical trade goods, whether it's a gas lighter. I mean, there's, how, how do they start their fires out of here? You know, mm-hmm. like the a gas lighter or uh, we do fish hooks and fishing line. We do soap. Um, we trade with them, uh, all kinds of stuff to um, help them. Yeah, just in their day to day practical needs, whether it's batteries. Um, so you know, around here you're going to see people wearing polo shirts, and you're going to see solar panels, and you're going to see batteries. Um, those are those are newer. Um, there's even an outboard motor or two in our village um, that that the people have bought. Um, so you'll see that, um, but I mean, they're still using stone age tools to process that, that sago starch, which is their primary, um, form of, of, or their, their primary, uh, staple in their diet. So it's a really weird dichotomy that we're in. We're in this really weird world where we're merging, 
um, the new with the old and, and, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's pretty incredible to see and it's been incredible to be a part of, um, that's yeah. So yeah, just, just a different life, man. Just a different life. I'm glad you're able to kind of give some feedback. <clears throat> Heather joiners from here. You remember Heather from Rocky peak. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Carrie yeah. Bell is on here. You remember her from Rocky yeah, peak. Carrie, yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, Benjamin from Germany is saying hello to you right now. Okay. Yeah. So we got people from Germany listening. Awesome. Ben Full, it's pretty yeah. awesome. Perfect. That's good. Yeah. Um, so we, so we got into this, so you got your health and how you changed that. And, uh, you know, I thought one good thing also now, it's not like you, you know, like you said, you have to be kind of the mechanic and you have to be Mr. Fix it and stuff like that. But yeah. you also, I don't know, how does the medical thing happen in villages? Is there somebody that is medically trained or, Hey man, when things come up, cause you know, your family's gotten sick too, you know, whether it's, yes. uh, with, yep. Uh, malaria, I think you said, or something. what was it? what? Yeah, what did they catch? Yeah. Right, malaria. My my boy got pneumonia the other day. My wife has had dengue fever. Um, yeah, uh, so, yep. So, how does the doctoring work in in this in this this thing? Is this on you? Do you guys already have supplies that you have come in that you know is going to work? Um, have you helped the village with medicine uh, because of you you being there? How does that look? Yes, to all of it. Um, so we're part of an organization. There's about 200 missionaries here on the field. And, um, yep, we, we serve with an evangelical organization. And, and there's a, uh, yeah, there's a, um, there's a medical clinic here in the country with doctors that um, have been serving with this organization for 20-plus years. And so whenever we need to bounce stuff off of them, we can. We have that ability, whether it's addressing things in our own house or in the village. Um, there is a, a trained village um, aid worker that lives downriver about 15 minutes. So we try to, when there's something that comes up in the village with the people, we try to get them down to him as quick as possible because he's really, really good and he's got some really good resources. If it's trauma, if it's knife cuts, if it's pig attacks, if it's, you know, if it's, you know, shot with a spear, we try to address that trauma as quick as we can here mm -hmm. and then get them on a boat to get down river. Um, cause he really could do more than we can. Um, you know, uh, but yes, we, we, we try to help with medical needs as much as possible. Uh, helping to meet practical needs is one of the best ways to, um, you know, man, establish relationship and, and love the people well. And, um, and it served us well over the past uh, few years here. Um, yeah, so it, for our family, we've had some we've had some crazy things. And my 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 appendix ruptured while I was here in country. My wife had dengue fever. I get malaria, you know, at least six times a year. Uh, my little boy has some really bad allergies and um, the molds and mildews and you know constant smoke and from fires here. Um, definitely do that. But we've got things to address each one of those things. Yeah, so. Yeah. So that's how that goes. So I saw the one picture I have of you guys, you're in the, you're in this river, uh, with your kids, uh, you're swimming or yeah. something. You have them. Yeah. I, I put that yep. picture up because I'm looking yep. at it going, what in the heck lives in yeah. that freaking river right there? We, we also ask that a lot, but, uh, we try to, <laughs> we try to just, uh, we try not to think about it too hard. And, uh, no, you, we're, we're right on a, on a part of the river that's really swift moving. So if anything that's really big in there wants to come after us, it's got to do some work to get there. But, uh, you know, that river, 
we we live in a very uh, humid and hot um, place, and that river is our uh, salvation uh, oftentimes. So when we can play in that river and get in there, um, we do it at every chance we can. Um, the risk is worth the reward at that point for sure. So yeah, um, I get it. Yeah. 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 So what's it, so what's yep. it like for water now? Do you have water for pu- purification stuff for yourself or do you use we rainwater do or how does that, do you collect rainwater? Is that drinkable collect, or what's that look like? We collect rainwater in 2000 gallon um, tanks and um, then we run them through a purifier and uh-huh. uh, that's, that's how we do our drinking water. All of our power, I mean, our houses are powered. Uh, we have 24 hour uh, energy. Um, the sun never stops shining here. And uh, so, yeah, we definitely um, have the, the power that we need um, to run, run the, the tools that we have here, whether it's the sat dish or whether it's the, uh, the, the computers that we're, we're working on. Um, we, we have the, the, the power and the resources to do that. So changing out battery systems, changing out those things is, is, and maintaining those things is, is what's required of us at that point. So, yeah. Yeah. I just think that, uh, I think that's a good thing. I, I I'm hoping that anybody's listening that can get a kind of a, a feel for, wow, what we have, because I'm telling you right now, when our electricity goes out for, uh, eight hours because of fires, we're losing it. Right. right? We're losing our right. mind. Right. Right. And, uh, well, so listen, just, people, people, uh, folks living in America, man, everybody's privileged to live there. Um, I'm privileged to be an American citizen. If, if worse comes to worse, if everything goes sideways here, I go home to America, right? I don't, I don't have to live here in New Guinea. All these folks here, all these citizens here, um, they do so. Anybody living in America, anybody listening, man, um, be super grateful, super thankful. Um, we're all privileged to be American citizens, right? Um, and so, you know, with that, uh, you know, it's a different type of a life. It's a different, it, it's living there is a little bit different. And sometimes we, um, you know, we take it for granted. And, and I would just encourage folks, man, when you, um, when you have to, you know, wake up in the middle of the night to see your kid sick and, and you literally know no plane is coming for you, no doctors coming, no boats can move at night. Like when you know those things are going on, um, it just gives you a whole different respect. When you know you're flying in your food, um, it gives you a whole different respect. And, and uh, man, I would just encourage folks. Um, it, it's not like a less than, more than thing. It's not a haves and a have nots. It's just, um, man, look at, look at the way that, that, that God is looking after each one of you there in America. And, um, yeah, just be grateful for it. Um, not everybody's living the same way. Um, and, uh, yeah, just encourage you to, uh, yeah, think about folks in, in other countries and, and, uh, specifically, uh, you know, if you think about the Reese family, just know that, yep. that that we are living off grid, we're living, uh, you know, away from civilization, away from everything, the comforts of America, um, really just to make sure that the pay people get a chance to hear the truth of God's word. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. I, you know, it's just, it it just goes to prove again that God will, uh, protect and he will protect his warriors. It just, is just what he is, you know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, it's just, it's just awesome. So one thing uh, uh, that I thought that we should we should hit on as we're you know kind of closing on the hour, but uh, I know that you know you rely on 
on uh, donations and that such to be able to continue your work uh, in what you're doing out there and supplies and stuff like that. So uh, tell me, tell me a way that people can see you where they can kind of look and maybe there's somebody here that would like to have a donation to you or do on a monthly basis, a donation. Um, You know, I think even after we talk, I think when I'm done with this today, I think uh, the studio itself will become uh, a monthly, um, you know, provider for you. I think that we're just going to uh, make it a, a monthly thing. We'll put a picture of you up and, we'll put you out, you know, your family and stuff out here in the studio and, and make That's it that, awesome. that we, we should be doing that anyway and supporting you, uh, that way. So what's a website that somebody can go to, to, to look at your work and maybe want to, uh, contribute that way. What, what, what are we looking at there? Yeah. So yeah, everything we do here, uh, you know, we're raising our own finances. We don't, we're not getting paid by an organization or anything. Uh, everything that, that comes in, uh, for us goes to us, but we work with an organization called Ethnos 360 and that's E T H N O S three, six, zero, um, dot org. And, uh, so if you go to Ethnos 360 and you know, you click on the missionaries tab, you can just type in Justin Reese. And uh, that'll pop up. I think there's a link on your Facebook and, and we'll get a link, you know, hooked up there, too. But, um, yeah, if, if anybody's wanting to, you know, donate. Yes, my family's been here 10 years. Uh, you know, in 2020, we actually taught foundationally from Genesis to Revelation. And uh, we saw a little church uh, born here. There's about 12 people that are believing that that Jesus is, in fact, uh, what, what we call um the guy who bought back the road and uh, he was the guy that bought back the road to God. And uh, there's 12 people here in pay that are believing that. And um, we meet regularly as a little church. Um, You know, a lot of people would hear that, Hey, the gospel got presented and that's great. Is it time to come home for us? It's not, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the pay people just got their black belt and there's continued training uh, that's needed. So we're going to stay here and, and disciple and, um, and uh, so in a lot of ways, our work has just begun after 10 years, um, teaching these believers how to, how to walk and, and live the normal Christian life. And, and so, uh, yeah, anybody who wants to support, anybody who wants to um, be a part of that and uh, continue to uh, see the pay church grow, um, man, we'd, we'd love and appreciate that. And uh, yeah, and, and for folks that have popped on just to, just to hear and, and, and see and catch up, um, man, so grateful, uh, that you did. And, and master Cox, thanks so much for, for providing this opportunity. Thanks for your love and support. And, you know, we've, we've not felt anything but, uh, love from you guys there. So, yeah, well, you know, you're part of this family, man. You've been around, uh, you've been around me for a very long time and, uh, watching what you do, you know, you, you know, you're definitely a, a a beast out in the in in that world. So, uh, so I don't know. So, Justin, are you? Is it light out there yet or not? Oh man, uh, you know what? I I think we're still in darkness. Uh, I'm gonna. I wanna. I we were wanting. Yeah, I mean. I yeah. Mean, see, you're still dark, huh? Still. Yeah, I was hoping um, to. Was I was that people. To <laughs> so I'll tell you what. what and... Yeah. What what you do, Justin? Uh. Uh. What you do is 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 get some uh, some fresh. You know, you have. Uh, by the way, um, 
you guys are on Justin, you are on Facebook, right? You just go to Justin Reese and you can find you and you know, yep. uh, you know, you message yeah, and, and you have the ability to, to, to communicate. So, you know, all of our old guys, you guys reach out to Justin. He, he's on my friends list. You guys can find him, um, yeah. uh, on, uh, under Justin Reese and we can go there and, uh, we'll see what we can do here at the studio. Maybe we'll, we'll, uh, do a tournament in your honor or something here before the year's out and we'll take some of the proceeds and we'll donate it to your, uh, well, it's not really your cause. It's Jesus's cause, you know, we'll see there what, what we can do. There I mean, go. it's, it's pretty, uh, um, it's pretty awesome. Uh, just to think that you went somewhere, don't know the language. So you have to learn the language then you have to learn how to write the language then you have to translate the language then you have to write the Bible in that language. I mean, come on. Okay. I mean, it just yeah, takes man, a special the, human the, being, dude. I the, don't know. I, the fighter in me, man, has has just really, really been taken to task on this one. I mean, this is the hardest thing. This is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Had I known what was involved at the beginning, I probably would have chickened out. But since, uh, since you know, I got my back, you know, put up against the wall at each situation, I, keep, I think the fighter in me is just kind of, come out swinging and and uh and and with that the good news is i think anybody anybody who's anybody could do this anybody could do this if they're willing to fight through the hard stuff so um if you're not you couldn't but if you're willing to fight through the hard stuff you could you could do it and uh you know uh you know it just i, I think it just takes that 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 level of fighter so um I've got some great coworkers. They're all in America right now. I've got a coworker in Illinois. I've got a coworker in Oklahoma. Miss and love those guys. They're fighters too. They all have faced all kinds of similar um, circumstances. They've all, you know, they've all had to learn language. They've all had to learn how to read and write it. They've all had to teach individuals to read and write it. They've all been a part of the Bible translation. They've all been a part of Bible teaching. I couldn't do it without that team. There's a team here in country that's supporting us. They pack our groceries on the airplane. Those guys are fighters. And, uh, man, I, I mean, it's not just Lauren and I and, and Pax and Paisley out here doing it. We have a whole team behind us. We've got individuals in America. We've got churches in America that send us finances each and every month. They're fighting through it. And uh, there's a huge community of people trying to see these pay people, um, you know, grow in maturity and uh, to, to see a healthy, functional New Testament church here in Pay. So, um, yeah, man, uh, you know, we'd love to invite you guys to be a part of it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm just super thankful for this opportunity. Uh, I can't believe the Internet's worked this well through this whole thing, too. So, uh, <laughs> that never Yeah, it, well, so. it's, it, right, it's pretty, it, it's, it's mind-blowing as it is, so... So yeah. I think those are some really good, uh, good words, uh, you know, to, to kind of take the task and end on. And, uh, you know, just so those guys are listening, we got some fun ones coming up. I've got, um, uh, Blake Foster's coming on, coming up next week. And then I got, uh, Mr. Farbor's my hop keto instructors coming on, yeah. uh, which will be a good one here, but I've been looking forward to this one. So, uh, for a long time, just for people to get kind of a, a sense of what it's really like to um, listen to uh, somebody that is really out there 
in in a real beast mode, okay, and with their family, well, because it. it is uh it, it is what it is, man. And and watching you as from a little kid to what you are now, you definitely are uh are the warrior number thirty eight. And we're gonna put it out there. I'm gonna uh, we'll make sure, uh, Justin, that that this studio um you send me a a, a little uh. I think you sent me. Is that is it the same website you sent me the other night? Yeah. yeah. That I put in the yep, link. Yeah. Okay. So I'll yep. do that again. Uh, and by the way, if you go to my website, it, th- here's the thing. This is all on video right now, but I also do audio of everything that we've just done on my actual audio podcast. And so if you go to www.markcox.com, that is actually my uh, podcast um, uh, website. And all these, once I download this and I and and stuff like that, it'll be on the audio format. So people sometimes it's hard to to watch the video. So I have everything I've done on audio also. So you'll be able to, and I'll send you links to that. You can send out to your people that may have missed this that they can go ahead and and listen to. I'm on most podcast sites, Apple, Spotify, all that. If you go look up, uh, you know, Mark Cox podcast, you'll find it. And uh, and then I'll be able to uh, Christopher Jones just put this up for you. That's the website right there that Ethos there 360 right Missionaries on. Justin Lauren cool. Reese uh, Christopher Jones just put that up for you. And so right I want to make sure that um, uh, you know we we come we come behind you and and you have a team that uh, back here that's uh, pushing you forward when you need it. And maybe next time you come back, I don't know. Maybe you want to do a little uh, rematch. You know, freedom rematch. Yeah, we'll it, it would. I mean, it's that, not going to take we'll long for you to win that match. You know what I mean? So I mean, first one didn't go, <laughs> but a minute, minute twenty two. But who's counting? Um, all right, you know, I, this is it. all right. Well, and and uh, I want to thank everybody. You know, we had a good, consistent twenty to twenty eight people on this line this whole entire time listening awesome. to you. And uh, cool. you'll be able to go back and look at, at all the comments, and you can. You can go ahead and uh, and and revert back to them and and thank them for their stuff awesome. there, Justin. Yeah. Uh, tell your family, yeah. tell your babies now. Mr. Cox, looking forward to teaching yeah. them again. I did get to teach them when they came I out. Uh, I will, man. So I told them I was going to be on a podcast with you, and they were like, "Are you going to be podcast famous?" I was like, "Pretty much, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> After being with Master Cox, well, podcast famous, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get podcast famous. So anybody that's out there that can that can help that uh, go along, that would be great. Good reviews and subscribing to the podcast that all it. helps me out. So uh, right on. You know what I mean. So I appreciate you, man. Yeah. We love you out here. We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll end this here. And uh, and tell everybody uh, out in Papua New Guinea, uh, hello, and we love them. Tell your family. Yeah, all right. All right. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self defense, weight loss and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at MarkCox100. Make sure to subscribe and review. And tell a friend or two about the show. For more, hit up the website at MarkCox.com. Till next time, keep it real.